Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Well, there's pretty big news here today. Uh, looks like... Uh a group from Harvard University is uh, planning to uh, launch a new uh, program to look for extraterrestrial visitors. An article here in sciencemag.org, I will leave the link here for the article. It's The headline reads, Project Launched to Look for Extraterrestrial Visitors to Our Solar System by Daniel Cleary. And I'll go through some of this article here for you. It says, the oddly shaped object that came whizzing past the sun and earth in 2017 on a trajectory from outside our solar system prompted wild speculation. Most scientists think the cigar-shaped visitor, less than one kilometer long, was a comet or asteroid from a nearby star or some other cosmic flotsam. But theoretical astrophysicist Avi Loeb of Harvard University argued that a Muamua, Hawaiian for scout, was an alien creation, a light sail, antenna, or even a spaceship. Today, he announced a plan to look for more such objects, a philanthropy-backed effort called the Galileo Project. The effort will use existing and new telescopes to systematically look for mysterious artifacts that could be satellites hiding in Earth's orbit, interstellar objects, whether natural or manufactured, and even unexplained craft in Earth's atmosphere. It doesn't really matter if it's a natural artifact or a relic. If we look, we will find something new, Loeb says. And then it goes on. It talks about he published a book uh, about that uh, Muamua, uh, saying that he, he believed it might have been some kind of alien technology. And then he, he was approached by some billionaire or so, yeah, some wealthy individuals, and uh, four of them uh, donated the $1.75 million, which apparently was enough money for him to start moving forward with this project. And according to the article, he assembled a research team involving several well-known astronomers and researchers from other fields, although he admits not everyone he approached was receptive. The science community should be open-minded. That's how we make progress, Loeb says. Boy, he's right about that. There's a, most of the science community is not open-minded about this topic for unknown reasons, really. Anyhow, and according to this, it says, The project proposes using data from existing and upcoming survey telescopes, such as the 8-meter Vera C. Rubin Observatory under, under construction in Chile, to look for more objects like Oumuamua, Detecting incoming objects early would give researchers more time to study them than the two months it took before Oumuamua passed out of the range of telescopes. Loeb also hopes to design, in collaboration with space agencies or companies, a launch-ready space mission to study an incomer at close quarters. Now, that's pretty interesting. Basically, what he's saying is if they if something like this happens again, they could send something out there that could get close to this object to look at it and, you know, collect more data then you could with just then you could be able to with just telescopes uh, the article continues uh, some researchers involved in the search for extraterrestrial intelligence seti or uh what uh, the late stanton friedman used to like to call uh 
the silly effort to investigate uh welcome such that doesn't say that in this article by the way I, i'm saying that but anyway some researchers involved in the in seti welcome such studies uh, everyone would be thrilled to get a close-up look at something like Oumuamua, says astronomer Jason Wright, director of the Penn State Extraterrestrial Intelligence Center. We should definitely be ready for the next Oumuamua, says astrophysicist and Adam Frank of the University of Rochester. We'll learn, we'll learn a lot about these things, whatever they are. Others wonder what the Galileo Project will add to ongoing searches for interstellar, uh, interstellar objects. Alan Fitzsimmons of Queen's University Belfast, co-leader of the Muamua investigation team organized by the International Space Science Institute, notes that existing alert networks already scour telescope data on an hourly basis in search of incoming interstellar objects. Fitzsimmons adds that the European Space Agency is working on a comet interceptor mission to launch in 2028 that will sit in orbit waiting for a suitable target, be it a comet or an interstellar object, before rushing out to meet it. The community can't wait for the discoveries of the Vera Rubin Observatory, he says. The Galileo Project also plans to look for alien artifacts closer to home. The United States Director of National Intelligence released a report that gets on to about the report that was released in there. And uh, what they're, you know, the report released by the Pentagon in, in June, this past June, and uh, what what the Galileo Project's going to aim to do is to get high-quality images of UAP to discover their nature. A one-meter telescope with a modern sensor can see details as small as one millimeter on an object one kilometer away, Loeb says, and such an instrument can be ordered off the shelf for $500,000. If funding allows, he would station tens of telescopes at strategic positions across the globe, scanning the skies for UAP, perhaps aided by radar and infrared sensors. Now, uh, uh, now some people, some of the scientists uh, like uh, from SETI don't like this. Uh, <laughs> of course. A third part of the project would, would involve looking for extraterrestrial satellites in orbit around Earth using artificial intelligence techniques to process data from existing survey telescopes. Again, researchers point out that government agencies already have sophisticated surveillance of everything in orbit around Earth larger than 10 centimeters in size. The military is very good at that, Wright says. So, yeah. Yeah, they're good at it, but they're good at not keep, not telling anybody about it. So I, I don't know what this study, if there's this, you know... If this is going to go anywhere again, you got too many scientists out there. I mean, this is the the I didn't the one paragraph here. It says now now Frank uh, Adam Frank of the University of Rochester. Now he he says here uh, regarding the search for UAP uh, in Earth's atmosphere. He says, it's a reasonable question to ask. Has the Earth been visited in its 4.5 billion year history, Frank says? If we discovered obvious signs of life on nearby exoplanets, we, we, we would send probes, he says. Looking for artifacts close to home is a reasonable approach. But other researchers balk at the idea that UAP has anything to do with SETI. They don't seem to have any obvious connection, Wright says. Fitzsimmons was less diplomatic. Okay, that's bollocks, he says. See, they, they, SETI, they're going to say that's bollocks. They're going to say looking at the stuff that's already here is bollocks. But sending out messages deep into space and hoping somebody hears them, that's not bollocks. Again, some of these people, I mean, I'm, I'm glad to see this. I don't know if it's going to go anywhere, but, you know, you never know. Uh, $1.7 million to start it off. I mean, it doesn't say anything to have any more money than that. I mean, that doesn't seem like a, a, an awful lot for, for something like this to, to pay the researchers and 
for the team and also you know for telescopes maybe there's some more funding that's not mentioned in this article anywhere anyway this are this 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 was there was a uh press release or excuse me a press uh conference on this today and i'll leave a i'll link for that too on, in here but this is interesting it's, it's nice to see that there are some scientists uh that are you know open to this and want to try to get to the bottom of it um there's still a lot of questions regarding this new project uh but I'm sure that these things will be worked out over time. But it's, it's nice to see somebody trying to do something, somebody from the scientific community trying to do something with this. Well, now moving on, and in the same vein, uh, there was an article that appeared in uh, on in July 24th in uh, Nikkei Asia. It's a it's a news a news publication that basically, uh, you know, uh, basically you know, uh, covers Asian, it's, it's focused on the Asian continent, basically, so, but they had an article on here talking about maybe it's time for Japan uh, to get real on UFO intelligence sharing, Um, and this article was written by Hiroyuki Akita, a commentator for this organization for Nikkei Asia, and uh, with a dateline in Tokyo, and he goes, article starts off here gone are the days when ufo stories were dismissed as crackpot pseudoscience today they are an emerging field of public policy debate of course the article goes on i will leave a link for this article in the description too uh he goes on to talk about the the, the, you know he basically buries the lead because he goes on to talk about this uap report from the pentagon uh last june which you know pretty much everybody already knows about but then later on it gets down to Talking to a, sci- a scientist here, uh, it says here, even if intelligent life exists elf- elsewhere in the vast uni- universe, the sheer distances involved make it unlikely that such beings are visiting Earth at anywhere near the pace of reported UAP sightings. Now, the writer just makes that statement as if it's fact, like it's, you know, there's no, it's not attached to any, anybody. I mean, it's just, that's, how, could, how does he know this? How could you, how could you possibly know this? You couldn't. Anyway, then it goes on. Professor Hitoshi Miroyama, a well-known theoretical particle physicist teaching at the University of California, Berkeley, explained, any planet with an environment similar to that of Earth is thought to be at least about four light years away from us, Miroyama said. Shuttling between such a planet and Earth would take an incredibly long time, even with extremely sophisticated technology. If extraterrestrial visitors are involved in any of the UAP, it is hard to understand how they travel to the Earth so frequently. And then there's uh, the writer puts in a paragraph here, basically says, Existing earthly spaceships would take about 30,000 years to travel to a planet four light years away. Even for civilizations with far more advanced technology, the distance would be a daunting hurdle. These scientific assumptions support the view that UAP are human in origin. If so, at least some of the sightings may involve unknown highly advanced technology from countries like Russia or China, possibly representing a serious security threat to the United States. Multiple military experts warned that objects capable of the otherworldly flight characteristics reported in some UAP were used for military purposes intercepting or tracking them with existing weapon systems would be next to impossible. Some UAP reports by the U.S. forces exhibit high-level stealth capabilities that defy radar detection. 
The report mentions the possibility of technologies deployed by China, Russia, another nation, or a non-governmental entity, but it admits there is no solid evidence to support such claims. And then to the writer's credit, he does go on to other... Uh, he, he does mention here Christopher Mellon, some of the uh, hypotheses he's, he's, he's presented, like... Uh, He's the former Deputy Assistant Secretary, Secretary of the Defense for Intelligence during the Clinton and Bush administrations. So, I mean, it does, he, he tries to balance it out a little bit. But again, we're being let down here by a scientist who's making, like, how does that science, I mean, that's, that's a complete lack of imagination. A complete, I mean, that scientist doesn't take into account, again, they just cannot see themselves doing, they can't make themselves do it. They can't take into account the, the, the obviousness of this situation obviously if there's there's things here that are doing things that our stuff can't do that means there's something here uh that's probably ten thousand hundred thousand a million years more advanced than us whatever the case and they figured some other things out but this these scientists there's just some people that they have to keep everything within the laws of physics that we know without thinking that somebody else out there might have figured some other things out it's just in ridiculous i don't know how a scientist could be that way but anyway and then they're talking about the great distances here, like like it's impossible. It's how it's not impossible if you're more advanced. I mean, it's it's, it's just that simple. And then, of course, the the one thing that you know really drives me crazy when they keep talking about China and Russia. Let's put it this way, folks: if China and Russia really were, if the United States military thought that China and Russia were responsible for these objects, they would be a lot more. They would be acting a lot more concerned about it. If this is, you know, the 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 stuff in these Pentagon report that that the, the videos that they're that they're talking about uh, that they confirm, yeah, this is this is, we don't know what it is since two. There, it only goes back to two thousand four. This has been going on for longer than two thousand four. This has been going on since nineteen forty seven, at least. Okay. So if it was China or Russia, right, this th- there would be a lot more concern about this in the military right now. You'd be here you'd hear this they'd be talking about this 24 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. It's not that. It's not China or Russia. And China and Russia, they know it's not the United States either. There might be some things out there. There okay, we might have a TR3Bs out there possibly, okay? I'll give you that. But some of these things, a lot of these things that are unexplained, it doesn't belong to any country on this earth. Unless there's some country under the sea that we don't know about where aliens have have put a base there or something. Okay, now, moving on here, and let's just take into consideration uh, some of the issues that I have with, with science and their lack of imagination. Okay, now... Scientists will tell us that the universe is uh, 14 billion years old, okay? 14 billion years old, ladies and gentlemen. Think about that. Now, humankind, how long have humans been on this planet? Between 5 million and 7 million years, they estimate. That's what scientists tell us. Between 5 million and 7 million years, we've been on this planet. And again, keeping in mind that the universe is 14 billion years old. Okay, 14 billion with a B. Okay, and we've only been around between 5 million and 7 million years, according to scientists. Okay, and now in our galaxy, in the Milky Way, 
there is estimated to be 100 billion stars, 100 billion suns. And with each sun, right, there's other planets with other stories to tell, just in our galaxy alone. In the universe, the universe, according to scientists, there are between 100 billion and 200 billion galaxies, other galaxies besides ours. Each with billions, you know, tens of billions of more stars. So to sit there and think that there's not something coming here is insane. If this universe has been around for 14 billion years, estimated by scientists, astronomers confirm this, okay, 14 billion years, uh, the Milky Way galaxy has one alone has 100 billion stars, suns, okay, all with their own planets, all with their own stories, okay. Um, and then the other, the rest of the galaxies in the universe want between 100 billion and 200 billion more. And again, humankind, there's humans have only been present on this planet between 5 million and 7 million years. It sounds like a long time to us, but it really isn't considering the age of the universe, 14 billion years. There are things here. There are things here that are more intelligent than we are. They're here. They're filmed on, they're, you know, sometimes we catch them on video. Sometimes we catch them in photographs. Sometimes we don't catch them in any kind of video or photograph. And sometimes we have some sort of a contact with these things or they have contact with us. And our scientists, you know, they scoff at this. They, they talk about the vast distances, you know, that, that, that would, it's just too fantastic to think that anything could travel from so far away to here. Without taking into account that some of these civilizations, some of these beings, they could be, I mean, if we're recorded history, recorded human history is only 5,000 years. Think about that. Five around, not even, I don't think it's about 5,000 years though, give or take, uh, it goes back to the Sumerians in 2600 BC. That's when, that's when recorded history, they believe began. And now we're 26, that was 2600 BC. Uh, and now we're right now it's uh, 2021, not even 5,000. So there you go. We, we've only started recording history. We've only been smart enough to start recording history 5,000 years ago. 5,000 years ago uh, in a universe that's 14 billion years old, is a, a, it's not even a grain of sand out of the hourglass it's not even one little drop of the grain of sand in the hourglass we're like we're hardly we've we've we're just starting we're only in the beginning actually compared to everything else so there has to be i mean you could take you take a walk outside your house on a clear night and look up in the sky you're gonna know when you think about the numbers involved here that the scientists are telling us are, are, are the numbers. 14 billion years old this universe is. And this galaxy, the galaxy we're in, 100 billion, billion stars. Imagine, imagine how many possibilities does that present? I'm not even going to get into the Drake equations or all of that stuff. There's no point. I mean, you just, you just have to know. It's, you just know that it's real. It's happening. 
Yeah, I mean, compared to them, we're we're just dumb animals. I mean, if we're only recording history for 5,000 years, give or take, I mean, that's it, 5,000 years. We've been here for 5 to 7 million years, okay? But we've only been rec- we've only been smart enough. We've only had the intelligence enough to begin recording history for about five thousand of those years. Um, that makes it seem that uh, we're we we would we we're way behind on on other uh, potential. We I mean think about it. If if something say there's something out there say there's the beings out there they've been recording their history for say fifty thousand years. 50,000 years if they've been recording their history where do you think they're at that at this point or say they, they have say there's a civilization out there that's been recording history for a billion years what if there's some civilizations out there recording history for one billion years think about that boy they're way ahead of us they could they they could have the technology to to, to see what you're doing in your kitchen right now sitting on their home planet probably they could probably have send invisible probes somehow, you know, Star Trek style, you know. And you could right now, for all I know, there could be some invisible probe floating around my kitchen, watching me talk like an idiot right now. You know, who knows? Right now, where you're sitting, you know, the technology that they have, that they possess, something that's been recorded, say a, 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 a civilization, civilization that's out there that's been recording history for you know, a billion years or even a million. Say there's something out there that's been recording history for a million years. They have, their recorded history started a million years ago compared to us, which is only what, 5,000 years, which is a spit in the bucket. Wow. Think about what they must have. Think about, about you know, how far more, how way uh, more advanced that they are than they, that they are than us. It's, it boggles the imagination, which again, seems to be something our scientists don't have. They have, zero imagination many of these people uh the vast majority of them and it's very very sad